Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Hello and welcome to Detour to Neverland Live. I'm Brendan and Catherine. We are from Detour to Neverland. We're joined by our friend Hannah Little from Creating Magic Vacations. For those of you that are joining us live, welcome. I'd love to hear you give a shout out in the comments where you're from, where you're watching from, when's your next trip. Let us know all of that information. If you are listening on the replay, either on YouTube, Facebook, or listening to the podcast version of this, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you can join us live next month. These episodes are born out of trying to do a preview of the next month for Disney. So we're going to cover the cruise line, Disney World, Disneyland, all of it, and all of the news that has been happening and taking place, trying to get you prepared for if you're traveling to one of the Disney parks in May, or if you're in that planning stage, just things that you should be aware of. So Hannah, go ahead and let you introduce yourself. Thank you so much for joining us. We're glad to have an expert on with us to keep us in line. Oh, shucks. I don't know if I would consider myself an expert, but I'm happy to be here with you guys. Um, But yeah, my name is Hannah. I am a travel agent with Creating Magic Vacations, and I specialize in all things Disney. So Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Aulani, and Adventures by Disney. And I'm excited to talk all things Disney because that's all I talk about anyways. Yes. So... We're glad to have you join us. Uh, Of course, your contact information is down in the show notes below. If any of the listeners or watchers want to be connected with Hannah, get in the planning process. I'd imagine maybe uh, we'll talk about some cruise line news. Maybe. uh, I feel like it's fitting. We have to. Yes. Yes. We have to for sure. So uh, as always, we encourage you to reach out to Hannah. If you are in that planning process, let her help and do the heavy lifting for you for completely free. So let's go ahead and get started with some of the news and things that are taking place. So just May in general, what can we expect? Well, I mean, I feel as far as crowds, you can expect moderate crowds. And I typically don't like that word because what does moderate mean? Uh, I guess, how do you describe that? Above average? Average? I would yeah, average. I feel like May is kind of the sweet spot because – Spring break is over and it's before the summer crowds really start to come in. So I would say moderate, like a five or six out of 10. I like that. But nowadays I feel like what's crowded feels completely different anyway. And it's almost hard for me to imagine what it used to feel like as well. So I feel like a lot of these crowd calendars and things that we've went off in years past. Now, when we look at them, I don't know, it makes me feel like I'm, it just when every time I walk in, I don't know if it feels crowded or not. I can't make up my mind. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely like we're starting over again because it is so different. Yeah, that's true. I just have to remind myself of what it used to feel like watching Happily Ever After. I'm like, that was crowded. This is not crowded. <laughs> Very true. So in these times, moderate crowds. So 
Very true. But I do think towards Memorial Day, like the closer you get to everyone getting out for the summer, um, especially that weekend, I do probably bet that the parks will hit capacity. For sure. So Weather about- this time of year it has an average of a high of 88 and a low of 69 degrees. I can go ahead and tell you, looking into this weekend and next weekend, it's going to be higher than 88. This weekend, it's supposed to hit in the low 90s with like 150% humidity. So uh, <laughs> summer is upon us. And with that, humidity rises, rainfall rises. So we're going to get a lot of those midday showers and rainstorms that come through. I'm sure if you're a Disney veteran, you know this, but you've got to push through the rain right after the rain stops is like prime opportunity to ride stuff. Catherine, why don't you share what happened to us last time when we waited out the rainstorm? Well, so we waited out the rain and that's always hard to do. I feel like, especially as locals, because my first instinct is just, I give up. I want to go home. So (laughs) pack your umbrella, bring a rain jacket But it did work out because we were watching the Seven Dwarves Mine Train and we were able to see them start to run it again. So we were able to get like first in line. So I'm sure that would work with, you know, any of those outdoor rides. So Seven Dwarves Mine Train, um, Big Thunder Mountain. What else would probably close down? Does Everest close down in the rain? So Everest, that would be a good one. Any of those like big ticket attractions that shut down, that's prime time to get in line as soon as they open. So this is the true test of our friendship, Hannah. Are you an umbrella, a rain jacket, or a poncho person? I depends on how hard it's raining, but I will do rain jacket and umbrella. I'm I am no longer a poncho person. Okay. I don't Did know. I fail? No, that's the correct answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I've ever been a poncho person. We did it one time at a football game, and let me tell you, it was miserable. Oh, yeah. It's not fun. Not at all. The next thing that we're going to invest in is like the waterproof pants, because that's our biggest issue right now. Or some good shoes. We need water shoes that aren't full-blown rain boots. Crocs. You need like, yeah, Crocs or like (laughs) Tevas, sandals. Chacos, just some sandals that can get wet. Those are the best. We need something like that. Yeah, I wear Chacos sometimes. So going into events, things that we have taking place in May. First thing that will come up will actually be May the 4th, but we're going to hold that for a second. First, let's talk about Mother's Day. I didn't really realize that they did so much for Mother's Day in Walt Disney World, but uh, they do. And I'm very surprised by it. So Catherine, you knew a lot of these that were going on. Well, so everything, for the most part, focuses around food and dining. So specifically, they have a few um, brunches that they do for Mother's Day since it's a Sunday. So Alan Compass, Olivia's Cafe, which is our personal favorite, and then Whispering Canyon all do a brunch. And I was trying to see if the brunch menu was different, and I couldn't get it to load, honestly. So I'm not sure if it's going to be like what we experienced for Father's Day where, you know, it's probably just up to each individual restaurant and maybe they'll have like a special entree or something that'll just be for that day. Um, But then Tortilla Joe's in Disneyland also has a special Mother's Day brunch. That's all the reason to go out there. Exactly. (laughs) It's interesting because we covered this last month with Easter. 
they always list like these special brunches for these events. And these are just places that have weekend brunches. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I feel Maybe like it's just a reminder. Yeah. Or it's just, you know, to attract people, you know, come here instead of, you know, going somewhere else probably. Yeah. Any good desserts to check out? So there are lots of desserts and that's where, you know, if you want a very extensive list, you definitely need to go check out the foodie guide that the Disney Parks blog puts out because they have pictures and everything. Um, it's a lot of cupcakes, any kind of cupcake that you can possibly imagine. Red velvet, chocolate, vanilla, they have it all. Um, but there were a few that stood out. So Amaretz is always a favorite. They had um, like a chocolate dipped strawberry bouquet that looked pretty good. Um, they also, in Disney Springs, at the Marketplace Snacks, we've never eaten there. Have you, Hannah? I haven't eaten there. It's so it's the place where they have the Dole Whip. They have a special like a oh. strawberry and chocolate swirl Dole Whip. That, that looks good. It looked very good, and it also has a chocolate dipped strawberry on the top. Yeah. So I thought that was worth trying. And then the other fun one was like a mimosa inspired treat. So it's like a champagne sponge cake with an orange mousse, and it has a Cinderella slipper on the top of it. And that's at the Gasparilla Island in the Grand Floridian. We've never been there, but I've heard that Gasparilla Island Grill is like a hidden gem. It definitely seemed, I mean, all their options, this was just one of the things that they had there, but they had like an alcoholic Mother's Day drink. They had all sorts of things and they all looked amazing. So we probably need to check it out. Yeah, that little champagne cake looks amazing. That looks like one of those things that is too pretty to eat. Do you think Gasparilla Island Grill shares a kitchen with Grand Floridian Cafe? Or they're in two separate buildings, aren't they? I think they are. I don't know where Gasparilla Island Grill is. I've never been there. The only reason I know where it is is because whenever you walk the new pathway from Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom, you have to pass the outdoor seating for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Otherwise, I had no idea where it was either. Well, so it is a little bit of a walk. It is. It's it's like you go towards the marina and you take a left and Gasparilla Island Grill is back there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any merchandise or anything, Catherine? Um, so they have a few things, but it's interesting. All of the displays that we've seen, they kind of tie into spring. So like some of them will have a cute little plaque that talks about Mother's Day and others will just have one that referenced the springtime. So I have a feeling that even though it's mother's uh, inspired, I don't know if that's how you would say that. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be around for a long time. So even if you're not coming in the month of May or if you're not coming like Mother's Day weekend, I have a feeling you'll be able to find them. Um, it's a lot of t-shirts, you know, like Disney mom and things like that. Or I wish I could remember what the other one looked like, but they're pretty cute. They're, you know, springy colors. Um, and they have them in displays with like Mickey ears, um, like the Junie and Burke purses, the lounge fly backpacks. So really anything that a Disney mom or a Disney loving mom would want. Very nice. And so is most of that stuff just on Mother's Day weekend, like the treats and stuff, or do they run longer than that? No. So most of the treats are just Mother's Day weekend. I want to say like two or three days. So they are very much limited edition. 
Interesting. So the other big event that has food and merchandise and events going on with it is May the 4th. And so if you're not familiar, May the 4th is the big Star Wars celebration that goes on. And most of the stuff for May the 4th just happens on the 4th and 5th, which was a little disappointing. I would hope that maybe they could string it out to a week or something like that. But just basically the two days, some of these things maybe will linger for a couple more days, especially the things that maybe you can get at Starbucks. I know they a lot of times will have stuff made from the day before and they'll just put it out a couple of days after. I remember with that pine cone thing that they had for Christmas, we <laughs> saw it like a week later. It's like, yeah. <laughs> when did you stop making these? I mean, if, they, if they're selling them, they're going to make them. I feel like that's how that works. Very true. So most of this stuff takes place in Disney's Hollywood Studios, of course, with Galaxy's Edge being there. It makes sense. So I'm going to run through these. There's quite a few options. And then I want to hear from both of you, which would you be most excited for? I don't think we're going to make it there on the 4th or 5th, but maybe we can park up there. I Yeah, I was going to say, I have to imagine that park passes for those days in particular are going to be sold out or gone, not available for us. If there was ever a day for park hopping to be shut off, I feel like it could be May the 4th of everybody trying to get into Hollywood Studios. Very, very possible. That's my prediction, saying it now. (laughs) So Cosmic Rum Punch, Coconut Rum, Pineapple Juice, Grenadine, and Minute Maid Lemonade with a glow cube, which always makes everything better. Of course. More festive. (laughs) And I think it's interesting. A lot of these menu items, you can find them in multiple locations across Hollywood Studios. So... Maybe that's a good thing that they won't be as scarce. You can get this at Brown Derby Lounge, Oasis Canteen, and Sunshine Day Bar. I could not for the life of me remember where Oasis Canteen was. And then we were walking through the other day, and I realized it's the bar cart that's set up next to Indiana Jones. Oh, yes. Okay. That was going to be my question, actually. (laughs) I could picture the other two, but not that one. And I think that's like a full-service bar. Right there. I mean, they had some good-looking drinks when we walked by. I wonder if that just recently opened back up. It did. Oh. Uh, And prime opportunity to grab something there, then go sit over next to Gertie, next to Echo Lake. I mean, what more could you possibly ask for? Your favorite. So That's a good day right there. It is. You don't even have to do (laughs) anything else. Who cares about Rise of the Resistance when you can hang out with Gertie? (laughs) On May the 4th. Everybody cares about Rise of the Resistance. Well, that's very true. Next (laughs) is the Dark Side Chocolate Creation, malted milk chocolate mousse dome swirled with raspberry mousse and topped with slivered almonds, all sitting on a chocolate shortbread cookie. That's a lot. That is a lot. You can find that at Backlot Express, Pizza Rizzo, and Charlie Car Cafe, a.k.a. Starbucks. (laughs) Next, this is a Darth Vader Stein. Basically find it all over property. Any of the quick service locations, uh, ABC Commissary, Backlog Express, Pizza Rizzo, Rosie's All-American Cafe. Hannah, have you ever bought these Steins before in Walt Disney World? No, when you I say not. When you say Stein, you definitely mean like the plastic. Like a sipper. Yes. Yeah, I have not. I mean, I guess just because I'd fly... I guess you could like rinse it out, but I just imagine it being sticky and no. So it, do that. it is a new thing. And I don't know if it's for COVID or if it's just something they're doing now. A lot of times they are just giving you 
the piece of plastic and pouring you the drink just in a normal cup. Oh, okay. They, That's good to know. They did that whenever we got the Haunted Mansion uh, Hitchhiking Ghost okay. one. But anyway, we, we <laughs> Our always favorite have, story. We always have to tell this story. <laughs> we went back. That would have had to have been like 2016 or It was 17. when we got engaged. So 2015. Yeah. 2015, we go to Hollywood Studios. This is when they're having the Frozen Summer of Fun event. They had the huge <laughs> stage set up in front like of- yeah, and they had Olaf out there singing and dancing and doing all kinds of stuff. Anyway, they had an Olaf sipper, and so we bought it. It was probably like 25 bucks. Before the cast member gives it to us, she says, This is not meant to hold liquid. She, I mean, those were her words, and she said <laughs> the liquid will literally like seep out of the cracks like everywhere, like his arms where those were connected, where the bottom is connected, like every little piece leaked and that's when they did fill it with the liquid so you know we bought it we were excited to get it and she's like handing it to us like oh by the way like good luck <laughs> drink fast oh my gosh that is so funny so from that moment forward well, we've been out on the sippers and steins yes good to know i was thinking about getting the orange bird sipper but i might have to rethink that <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe that one's better. I know. I was going to say, that is definitely, I, don't, I feel like that has to be meant to hold liquid. And, and it's, it's so adorable. They're so cute. And they sell them constantly. So I feel like if they leaked like crazy, surely someone would have like said that by now. Unless yeah. that's why people are buying multiple, because they keep breaking. <laughs> They're like, surely the next one won't leak. Yeah. <laughs> Next one has Catherine written all over it. The Galactic Swirl Funnel Cake. Black and white funnel cake is topped with space dust, strawberries, and candy rocks. Find this at Epic Eats, which I honestly have no idea where Epic Eats is. <laughs> I don't either. Do you th I'm about to look it up. I feel like Epic sounds like it would be over by Indiana Jones. Well, I was thinking Epic would be next to Rock and Roller Coaster. But that cart has not been open since the reopening. So that's why I couldn't figure out where it was. So Hannah, you made a noise. Are you a are you pro funnel cake or anti funnel cake like Brendan? I mean, I'm always down for a funnel cake. <laughs> They're the messiest food on the face of the planet. They really are. Have y'all ever had an elephant ear? I don't think no, so. Y'all haven't had an elephant ear like at the state fair? <laughs> <laughs> what, what What is it? Maybe describe it. Maybe. Okay. Better. It's a gigantic piece of dough fried with uh, butter, like melted butter and sugar and cinnamon. Oh. It's delicious. That's what I prefer, uh, like, other than the funnel cake. But I'll still eat a funnel cake. Interesting. So, I mean, we hail from Wilson County, Tennessee, which is like self-proclaimed greatest county fair on the face of the planet. It is they pretty great. elephant ears? If they did, I wasn't aware. We okay, Now, well, we were also the same people that we every year we get the exact same thing. The exact so. same thing. <laughs> okay, well, next time you go to the fair, you got to get the elephant ear. <laughs> we will look for it. Did you figure also, out? Oh, yeah. Yes. Epic Eats is the place that's beside Indiana Jones. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Catherine was right. So, boom. Now we know. 
We learned something new. Yeah. If anybody watching in the chat, if you know any of the answers to our ignorance, please let us know. <laughs> Next is the interstellar sweet and crunchy popcorn, candied pecans, and Oreos on top of popcorn. Now, it didn't say specifically, but I think it might be prepackaged. They have a spring popcorn right now in Hollywood Studios as well, and it is prepackaged. And that looked pretty good, too. That one is like a confetti cake popcorn, and it has, I think, M&Ms or something, some kind of hard candy. It was really colorful. We didn't get it. They had a ton of it. So I have a feeling that maybe they'll just sub in this May the 4th popcorn, and then they'll bring the spring popcorn back. Yeah, quite possibly. Next is the Jettison Juice, which is basically a very similar drink to the Cosmic Rum Punch, except it's non-alcoholic, Minute Maid Lemonade, watermelon syrup, ice, and a glow cube. You can find it at all of the quick service locations as well. Next is Lightsaber Churros. You can choose a red or a blue lightsaber churro, and it comes with a chocolate dipping sauce. This you can find at Anaheim Produce, and the the Anaheim Produce Churro Cart and the Grand Avenue Churro Cart over near Muppets. I feel like you need that. Yeah. I feel like that's a must eat. Now, the picture of it had like a little lightsaber holder that came with it. Yeah. It looks cool. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds good. And then last thing in Hollywood Studios, and I'm going to butcher this name. I think, and I'm a Star Wars person. And I don't know what this is. Oi, oi, puff. It's O-I-O-I. Is that how you would pronounce it? I mean, yeah, sounds like oi, oi. <laughs> yeah, that would have been my guess. It's a raspberry cream puff with passion fruit mousse. I'm not crazy about that one. That sounds like something for an adventurous eater. And that, <laughs> you can find that at Docking Bay 7, which is kind of an adventurous eater place. Fitting. So before we move on to Disney Springs, my mother-in-law, Catherine's mother, says that <laughs> fried dough is the same as an elephant ear. So do we did we get fried dough at Wilson County Fair? I always thought fried dough was a funnel cake. But I don't know now. now. What is, is this a third What is fried dough? Mom, is this your Pennsylvania showing? I need to know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess technically there's there they are the same thing. It's just dough that's fried. But the elephant ear is like flat. The funnel cake is like stringy. Well, and it sounds like the toppings too. I've never had a funnel cake with cinnamon sugar on top. Yeah, because the funnel cake is just powdered sugar, right? Mm-hmm. And other things. She followed up and she told us that funnel cake is different. So <laughs> See? <laughs> this might have to be an off-air thing that we said all afterwards. <laughs> it seems like we're getting nowhere fast. But, uh, if you guys know, what's the difference between all of these different things? Uh, next in Disney Springs, we have the Child Mini Dome Cake. Vanilla Chiffon Dome Cake features cookies and cream mousse and two bright green ears. And that is the Emirates Patisserie Treat that they're doing for May the 5th. And this one runs a little bit longer. You can actually get it starting tomorrow on April 30th through May 5th. Nice. I think that's going to be a sellout. You think so? Because they, yeah. they make them in small batches. So I have a feeling if you're not there early, you probably won't get one. It is adorable. 
Other thing happening in Disney Springs is the Millennium Falcon Chocolate Pop. Milk Chocolate Pop is molded to look just like the Millennium Falcon found at the Ganachery. It has the same date. So both of the Disney Springs treats start this Friday and run all the way through May the 5th. I like that. I wish they were doing that with everything. I did too. It's basically just Hollywood Studios as basically the 4th and 5th and that's it. They're really trying to keep people out of Hollywood Studios. (laughs) So next is one last treat at the Polynesian Village Resort. Galactic Gray Vanilla Soft Serve Chocolate Drizzle White Chocolate Pearl Stars Brownie Asteroid Pieces Chocolate Cream Cookie Crumbles Stardust Sparkles and a Millennium Falcon chocolate piece on top, served at Pineapple and I. It's just a lot going on there. <laughs> it is, but I'm here for it. Oh, yeah, it looks awesome. I mean, if there's anything, I feel like that's that's, that's what the one we to have get. to go for. Yeah. Catherine says that sounds like a lot of chocolate, which is exactly <laughs> what we're going for, right? Yeah. I mean, luckily, it, it said it was vanilla ice cream. So at least you have that going for it. Well, it says it's gray vanilla ice cream. I guess, I mean, so, it fits the theme. <laughs> I don't know. I like to see Pineapple and I jumping into the festivities, though. I feel like they normally, I feel like they do have a lot of special stuff, but not based around events nearly as much. I think they did have something for Mother's Day. I just don't think it got an honorable mention. I want to say it was some sort of Sunday. And I can see the picture. It had like a cute little disc that said mom and like cursive handwriting. You're right. You're right. So they did have some sort of special. I want, maybe it was like a key lime something. About to look it up. I don't know. That's what they I'm definitely, thinking. Yeah, it was something from that foodie guide. So they are, they are jumping in, trying so to be festive. People listening and people watching, where's your favorite place to get a Dole Whip? There's many options now. You can get it at Disney Springs. You can get it at Animal Kingdom. You can get it at Aloha Isle, and you can get it at Pineapple and I. Is there? Can you beat just getting it at Aloha Isle, or do you think the only other one that I would consider would be Pineapple and I? And I would only say that because I think sometimes the Aloha Isle is kind of hectic, especially. Yeah. I think the mobile ordering that they're doing right now has cut out a lot of that because. You have to just kind of walk up and then leave. But like when we were there, it was kind of raining. So everyone thought, okay, I'm just going to stand here and eat my Dole Whip, which is not a good move. And then you have all the people exiting from the Tiki Birds. So maybe if you're looking for a more relaxing Dole Whip, the, the one at the Polynesian is probably better. You can take it down to the beach. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it in a hammock. Doesn't get any better. That's nice. Catherine says if she wants just a classic Dole Whip, she goes to Magic Kingdom. You want it with alcohol, you go to the stand in Africa at Dak. So. That's what I was going to say. I think it's at Tamu Tamu. You can get it with the coconut rum. Very good. And then uh, another honorable mention is Wine Bar George has their frozen oh Dole Whip drink. Okay, and that's a game changer. I bought yes. the little the cup just for that <gasps> reason. <laughs> Wow. They suckered me. Yeah. <laughs> and how, They're so good. And how many times have you taken it back for a refill? 
Like twice. I don't, you don't think about it. <laughs> if you think I'm going to Disney Springs, the first thing I don't think about is my refillable cup. Yeah. What are those called? They're called something. Corksicle. Yes. That's what it is. Corksicle. So it's you. like a specific brand. It says Wine Bar George on the side. My sister's tried to steal it many times because it is a very good cup <laughs> just for like at home use. But you do get a discount if you bring it back with you. Ooh, that's what I was going to ask. Is there a perk in bringing it back? That's awesome. The other refillable cup that we just recently learned about, and everybody needs to get on this as soon as possible, is at Homecoming. So now that they have their outdoor bar, they have refillable cups. And they're like 22 ounces, and they have like four or five different drinks that you can fill it up with. And I think the refills, what were they, Catherine? They're only like 10 or 12 bucks. And I think the cup originally was like 26 yeah, we've never done it ourselves, but we've heard good things. So You can also get a beer cup from Blizzard Beach. Oh. You take it back and get like $2 beers or something crazy. Interesting. But with no mm-hmm. annual passes, how many people are repeat visiting Blizzard Beach right now? That's a good question. <laughs> Probably not many. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to our next topic, which I think... I'm probably most excited about out of anything that we're going to talk about. And Hannah has all the details. You watched it live, didn't you? The Disney Wish yes. unveiling. So walk us through just kind of what is new about this ship, the details of when it's going to set sea or set sail, and just everything involved with it because we're pumped. Yeah, yeah. So Disney Parks blog did a live broadcast today of the unveiling of the Disney Wish which is the new ship that is setting sail in summer of 2022, specifically in June. Um, bookings are going to open May 27th, which is very soon and very exciting. Something awesome about this ship, which has not been mentioned, is um, the ship is bigger, but it's holding the same number of passengers. So more room for activities, more room and less people was always a good thing on a cruise ship. Um, they talked about so many things like my mind was blown the whole time. One of the things is they're going to have the first Disney attraction at sea called the Aqua Mouse. And if you are familiar with the Aqua Duct, which is on, I believe, the Fantasy and the Dream, um, it's basically a water slide roller coaster. That's the best way I can describe it. But this one's going to be 760 feet long. Um, It will go over the top of the ship and it will take you into the animated world of Mickey Mouse with an animated original short. So in my mind, I'm thinking Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but a water slide. So that's exciting. Very excited for that. Um, What else do they talk about? The kids clubs look really cool. Um, They have the Marvel Superhero Academy with the Avengers HQ. They have Fairytale Hall where you can paint with Rapunzel. You can read a book with Belle. You can learn how to use your icy snow powers with Anna. Um, Another thing the Kids Club has that I'm very jealous of is the Imagineer Lab. So you can go in and design your own roller coaster and then virtually ride it. But they made it very clear on the uh, virtual thing that adults cannot do that. But that's fine. The adults have other cool things that they can do. That is Um, like just reason enough to take a child with you. Like I know. And don't they, like the first day you get on the boat, don't they have like an open house? So you don't get to do any of the things, but you can at least see it. 
right? Yes. Yes. If you have a child with you. <laughs> you have to have a child? I'm pretty sure. <sighs> I'll find out. I'll we need to convince uh, Ellie to go then. Yes. Our niece. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah, that's a good excuse. Um, and then for entertainment, they are going to bring back Aladdin, which has been on some of the other ships. And they also have two brand new shows coming. They did not mention what they are, so I'm sure we will find out soon. Um, one of the most exciting things I thought is going to be the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge. It is going to be a Star Wars-themed loud lounge that is only open to adults in the evenings. Um, looks very much like the concept art for the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Star Wars Hotel. So there's like a window, but it's basically a computer screen. You can see the Millennium Falcon flying by. Looks very, very cool. And then they have three new dining experiences, um, all themed after Beauty and the Beast. There's going to be a Rose Lounge. Um, and then Paolo and Remy are two of the signature restaurants on board the Disney cruise ships. So they're going to have Paolo with Cogsworth-inspired decor. And then instead of Remy, they're going to have Enchante, which is inspired by Lumiere. Um, all the staterooms are getting a new look, and they're going to have uh, custom artwork inspired by Disney princesses. So Cinderella, Little Mermaid, Rapunzel were some of the ones I just saw on the broadcast today. Um, they're also going to have, so there's four Royal Suites. Two of them are going to have, they're going to be two stories and they're going to have a grand spiral staircase in them. They look incredible. Our jaws <laughs> really were on the floor. I know. And the bathtub with the, like the floor to ceiling window. Oh my gosh. I want to be there. Yeah. Um, so that looks beautiful. And then the last thing they talked about was food. They have three new restaurant concepts coming to this ship. The first is Arendelle, a frozen dining experience, which will be a theatrical dining experience with Elsa, Anna, Olaf, and Kristoff. Um, they're also going to have 1923, which will take you back in time to old Hollywood. 1923 is the year that uh, the Walt Disney Company was created. So that is in honor of Walt. And then the last thing is Worlds of Marvel, where this is the cool thing that the adults can take part in. But it's going to be the first ever Marvel cinematic dining adventure where you step into a Marvel story and you get to be part of it while you eat dinner. So I am so excited about literally all of this. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't even know if I can pick like a favorite, like one that I'm the most excited for. Yeah. Brendan can. What, the Marvel dining? No, you were saying 1923. Yeah. Or, yeah, 1923. Yeah, I mean, 1923 just looks awesome. What yes. are your guesses on what the other two shows would be? Ooh, I'm honestly not sure because they said they're brand new, so I can't really go off of things that the other ships have done. But So do you think believe... it will be like a Broadway adaptation or something completely new? I think... Probably one of them will be, be a Broadway adaptation, and then the other one will be some sort of, like, cute Mickey and characters friend show. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know if they could do it. And I don't... How long are those shows normally that they do on the ships? I think they're, like, 30 to 45 minutes. So, Hamilton would not work. 
Oh my gosh, no, but that would be incredible. <laughs> like a Hamilton Wishful highlights. thinking. Oh my gosh, that would be just over the top for me. <laughs> but I, w- I would be interested in like a Mickey character show, like a Mickey and the Magical Map or, you know, something like that, that we see in some of the other parks. For some reason, Disney World just doesn't get anything like that, but... I don't know that new. Have you watched the new show that they have in Tokyo with Mickey? No. Oh, it's awesome. What's it called? Don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's um, but it's I'll in, look it up after this. Yeah, it's in the Fantasyland expansion, so it's right next to the okay. new Beauty and the Beast ride, and it's in like the Forest Theater, the or Enchanted. Something. Yeah. Something. It's very cool. Um, cool. So have you, how many cruises have you been on, Hannah? Disney cruises. So I have never been on a Disney cruise. We were supposed to go on our first last April. That didn't happen, obviously. Rescheduled to this April because we thought, surely in a year, the world will be back to normal. That didn't happen. So it's rescheduled again to next May. So hopefully. But that's going to be on the Disney Fantasy. I don't know when I'll be on the Disney Wish. So, okay, remind me. Fantasy, is that one of the bigger boats or is that one of the original ones? So I believe the Dream and the Fantasy are the newer ones. And then the Magic and the Wonder are the originals. Okay. I think I was on the Magic. Okay. I've been on several uh, Royal Caribbean and Carnival cruises, but not, not Disney. Not yet. We went on Norwegian during spring break where they had a free open bar for any... Of age person. Yeah. So. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and we were not on a college spring break, so nope, we it was interesting. Almost That's adult terrifying. spring break. Yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting time. So it was wow. fun. It was fun. But I, I don't know what we expected, but it wasn't that. <laughs> yeah. So May 27th, I assume you're not going to be busy at all. Not at all. (laughs) Well, the good thing is they have kind of spaced the bookings out. So if you are a DVC member, if you have been on an Adventures by Disney trip, or if you're in the Castaway Club, um, you actually get early access to bookings. So I, I just pulled out my calendar. So bookings actually start on May 17th, but they officially open for the rest of the public on the 27th. So I will be busy for those two weeks, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice, Catherine, just saying. Nice little anniversary present to ourselves. Oh, my gosh. Present. We, we're we past that. We just want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need a special occasion. Just no. Need to go. We just want to go. That hyperspace bar, though, they've done things similar to that, I believe, where they have, like, the rotating windows or, like, the, the screens that change to different ports along the way, but... I don't know. The whole thing just looks amazing. Yeah. I'll do my best to get you guys on the inaugural sailing. <laughs> Good deal. I don't know if our bank account will appreciate that. I was going to say. Personally. Maybe like three weeks in. Okay. Good to know. As if that'll be any better, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and start talking about Magic Kingdom in the month of May. The refurbishments and closures are pretty much all the same as last month that we covered Hall of Presidents, Walt Disney World Railroad, Enchanted Tales with Belle, Monsters Inc. Laugh for 
and the confectionery will all be closed. Does the confectionery have an opening date? It was supposed to open in May. It's now saying it's going to open in July. Okay. So the rumor was that once the confectionery closed, that's when Casey's Corner would open, but that has still not happened yet. Hmm. That's well, that's a big delay to go from May to July. Yes, it is. It's very interesting. That is. But one thing missing from that list is the TTA People Mover has reopened. Yay! Praise the Lord. <laughs> I will pat myself on the back. I told you guys last month those dates that they were saying were not real. <laughs> they were, we were not very real. Skeptical. <laughs> it did open in April. And it has stayed open. I was almost scared that it was going to open and then close again. But yeah. it um, has been evacuated a few times, but it's still going. <laughs> so we just randomly walked up right when they started loading it for the first time. Our timing could not have been any better. Mm-hmm. We had no intentions of riding it that day. Like we just we had given up because we had seen pictures of the line being crazy and they try to disperse the line, but people just keep coming back, hoping that it'll open. We just happened to walk up and we saw people loading it. And I thought at first, oh, it's probably just cast members. And then I saw someone wearing Mickey ears. And I said, that's no cast member. That's a cast. <laughs> How was it? It was amazing. It was great. It was really good. How many good. times did y'all ride? Just one. Oh, okay. yeah. By the time we got off, the line was like all the way around Tomorrowland. And I don't think it would have been crazy, you know, because of the distancing and everything. But we left it at one. We were satisfied. That's awesome. We did stop. Uh, we thought we were going to get evacuated, which I was I was ready for. I was excited. We were inside right as it got real dark. So I wanted to walk through uh, Space Mountain, oh, if that's even possible. That cool. I don't know if it's possible, but that was my hope. Yeah. Catherine says that, that she missed it by two weeks for her vacation. Oh no, Catherine! It was supposed that's such to. A bummer. Yeah, that's the worst feeling. That just means you have to go back. Correct. That's true. But it is one of those things. Like, I I knew that I liked the People Mover, and I know it's so trendy to like the People Mover now. But it, there's just like it's the most relaxing experience out there. Besides the railroad, that's mm. when you will really see me. Lose it camp is when out. the rail race <laughs> because that one they don't even kick you off. You just go round and round and round. I wonder if they will though. No, like I'd if say, there's I just a lot of people like you. As soon as I get to the front of the park, I say, "No, I got in at Storybook Circus." And then once I get to Frontierland, I say, "No, I just got on." <laughs> back I hate, there, I hate to break it to you, but you're you would be somewhat memorable. I can wear a hat and a disguise. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Magic Kingdom, pretty much everything is still the status quo. Uh, the 50th anniversary, all of the decorations are up on the castle now. So it appears that they are done with it. However, they're still working on the stage that is out front. So I don't know. I think, Will the, do you think they will refill the moat or will they leave it for the time being. Oh, you mean just like temporarily? Well, I guess the real question is, do you truly believe them that they're done decorating it? I mean, it looks, I hope so. it looks like the pictures 
I mean, yeah. everything that they had, you know, shown us in the artwork is there. So, like, my only question would be, what else could you possibly add to it? There's a lot going on right now, just from pictures that I've seen. But can y'all believe they're done? I think like, it's way early. I don't know. I like, don't know why they did that. And they said on the video, I can't remember who posted it. Maybe it was Disney Parks blog. And they're like, yeah, we're a little ahead of schedule. I'm like, you think? <laughs> You're like six months ahead of schedule. Well, that's, that's crazy. the first time in a long time that they've been ahead of schedule on something. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Very true. <laughs> uh, but the castle, I mean, the uh, castle stage, I'm, I'm super excited to see what they do with that. Because right now it's just a big flat surface. You know, I don't know if they're going to put pyrotechnics in it or what they will do, but it looks like it has some pretty good potential for what they will do. Yeah. That's cool. We can only hope that means some sort of entertainment show something. The new additions to the cavalcades are seem to be pretty permanent now as well. So Moana has joined the what I was previously calling the British cavalcade. So it had Peter Pan and Mary Poppins and Tigger <laughs> and Pooh. Now Moana has joined them. And then uh, Mulan has joined the princesses. Yes. Why is it Moana with the rest of the princesses? Maybe they just didn't have a spot? Just seems weird. Well, because I think when Mulan came, they had to kick out uh, that Elena of Avalar. So oh. I think they just don't have another spot. So she's gone? They just booted her? I haven't seen her. Have you, Brendan? I, I think, haven't seen her. Yeah, I think Mulan just took Aww. her spot. Well, dang, Mulan. But that, uh, what I previously called the British cavalcade, I haven't seen that one in a really long time. And I don't know if it's just bad timing or, you know, when they first reopened, they were doing those on kind of alternating alternating days. So maybe we're just catching it on bad days. But they were supposed to run them all on weekends, which is normally when we're there. That's true. Hmm. So stay tuned. We'll see. Uh, moving on to Animal Kingdom. Refurbishments and closures. Festival of the Lion King. So they are calling them back. And the cast members have started their rehearsals and they are gearing up to get ready to start their performances again, but we still don't have a date. It still just says summer 2021 when Festival of Lion King will come back, and Finding Nemo the musical is still no return in sight. That's one of the few parks that I feel like it it's holding its own. It needs Festival of the Lion King, and as much as I love Nemo, they don't necessarily need it for guests to do. Can I tell you guys some super secret information? Let's we do it. love super secret information. So I can't remember if I told y'all this before, but my aunt was actually the blue bird in Festival of the Lion King. Um, and my uncle was one of the monkeys. So she's friends with cast members who are going to be in the show. And she said there is going to be the blue bird. They're not going to touch. Like all of the choreography has been changed. So no one's touching. The tumble monkeys are not coming back right now. I know it's so unfortunate. Um, so yeah, lots of changes. And Finding Nemo, the musical, is not coming back. Like ever? ever? 
But don't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So without the tumble monkeys, are they just going to pretend like that's not – is it just going to be a much shorter show? Probably. If I had to guess, probably. Because they're going to have to – it's going to take forever to get people in and out of there. And they're going to have to sanitize everything. So it's definitely going to be a much more modified version of the show. Well, and I'm assuming they're not going to pull, like, kids to talk to them, like, for the animal noises. No. Yeah, probably So that'll not. be different. Huh. So, yeah, you have to think, like, what will it be? Yeah. I don't know. I'm super bummed about Finding Nemo because we just recently too. discovered that show, and I loved it. I love it. It's so underrated, and it will forever be that way now. That's a big chunk of land. Mm-hmm. Maybe that means Dino Land has its end in sight as well. And Ooh. they'll kind of absorb that whole area and make it into something different. Maybe it'll become Wakanda. Maybe. Or Zootopia. Ooh. Either one of those I would be happy with. Yeah. So Catherine said, that's a bummer for sure. I really hope they're able to find something to go into that area where Nemo was. So sad for those cast members. I know. Completely agree. We saw like the same Dory every time and she was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, So nothing else really new going on in Animal Kingdom. I don't know. Have you guys seen, are there there any new baby animals? The baby zebra is out there. And there are, I believe, two or three baby giraffes at Kilimanjaro right now as well. Can you remember any others, Catherine? I mean, there was, I mean, I guess it would still be a baby, a rhino. Yeah, Ranger the rhino. Yeah, we haven't seen him out the last couple times. Maybe they just don't like it because it's been so hot. Like, it was midday, very hot, the last time we went. So maybe that's it. Yep. Uh, So any other thoughts on Animal Kingdom? Not really. I don't think so. All right, so let's talk about Epcot. So... Refurbishments and closures for the month of May. Turtle Talk with Crush, still closed. No uh, Horizon coming back for that. And last month, our note just said Future World as a whole, (laughs) and that still stands true, (laughs) pretty much. But uh, we did get a little bit of news this past month, so we do know that Club Cool is going to come back to the Future World area. I know that means nothing to you, Catherine, since you don't drink soda, but... Other of us think it's cool. But I've been there. Like, I know what it is. I'm just, I don't partake in the samples. And then a taste of flower and garden festival will continue throughout May. Uh, We did cover all of the menu items in episode number 256 of the podcast, if you'd like to go back and listen to that one. And I was hoping that we'd be able to report back on some new food items that we tried this month. I don't think we've tried a single thing. Oh my gosh, slackers. I know. So, so Anna, we, you probably tried more than we did. I probably have. <laughs> anything stand out of must get items? I didn't get anything too crazy because I was there with my in laws. So I kind of wanted to stick to some traditional stuff. But um, I had the Levian Rose from France. That's always delicious. Had Frushi from Japan. Delicious. I did have uh, the macaroon ice cream sandwich. I know that's not a festival thing, but that was new for me, and it was very good. 
Sounds pretty good. I blame the brain. That's why we had full <laughs> intentions of getting all the festival food one day, and then it just downpoured. Thunder, lightning, the whole thing. And I don't even uh, think the booths would have been open. Yeah, that's a bad day for Epcot. So Catherine says that she thinks that they tried almost every drink. I mean, so that <laughs> means you did it right. Yeah. Yeah. Good you had a type. What was your favorite? Yeah. What was the favorite drink item? Because we still have another full month to try it. We have we're gonna, time. We're going to have to do Y'all it. have a lot of things <laughs> you need to try. <laughs> I'm that holding is, you to this. That is very true. <laughs> well, we wanted to try. I got bummed out because I really wanted to try the oysters from the America Pavilion. And Which I, I was skeptical. They were not great. And then there was another drink back there as well that was like a some sort of Cajun drink that oh, yeah. was apparently not great either. So I got uh-huh. bummed out. And then the great, I mean, the Blackberry beer was not what I thought it was. <laughs> it was a fraud. So I've, I feel like I've been, bo- been bamboozled by Flower and Garden Festival. Aww. Ooh, Catherine said you loved them. Are you talking about the oysters? If so, I will give them a try. I trust your opinion. But uh, I'm still skeptical. Well, you just don't like oysters, period. So. That's true. I don't either. That freaks me out. So nothing much else new going on in Epcot. Their cavalcades are pretty much still the same. Still the princesses and Mickey that walk around. Anna and Elsa are meeting in Norway still and they just kind of alternate they have kind of changed up their location sometimes sometimes they're on the little bridge in front of the building and then sometimes they're over in between the entrance to their old meet and greet and the bridge you can it's funny if they're not out there you can stand out there and see the yellow spot in the grass where they stand every (laughs) single time i noticed it last time so lastly, for Walt Disney World, Recover Hollywood Studios. So things that are still closed or being refurbished. Jedi Training Academy, Star Wars, Launch Bay is still a relaxation station. Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular is also a relaxation station. Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. So May the 5th is probably the biggest thing going on in Hollywood Studios for this month. We kind of talked about it last month. This is just a park that it's it's tough to spend a full day there, I feel like. Because unless you're waiting in super long lines, which is very possible since there's kind of limited things to do. I do think this park more than any other, you got to hit it first thing in the morning and potentially late at night to really get the most out of it. Yeah, I would agree with that. But they do have something new. Uh, Donald... We saw him in that little patch of grass next to the Brown Derby the other day with a watering can, a real watering can, and it was adorable. And Chip and Dale go out there sometimes as well. That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy to see that they're putting more characters just like out and about. Because I feel like we need that. For sure. Yeah, that's fun. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Hollywood Studios. Kind of just still status quo uh, going on, still doing Rise of the Resistance boarding groups at 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. So big news that we got to discuss tomorrow 
if you're listening to this on the podcast version, it's today. Disneyland is officially open to California residents. We have already watched quite a few vlogs from the cast previews. How many times did you tear up, Catherine? Oh my gosh, like every time. Because, you know, obviously they're so genuinely excited and everybody is. And, you know, the first thing that they're seeing is Mickey and Minnie and Donald, you know, all standing there at the train station, you know, greeting them. And it's just, it's everything that you had hoped for. And it's great. So like I mentioned before, the parks are only open to California residents at this time. I think we can, I would feel comfortable saying that's probably going to be the case for the rest of May. But Orange County and the state of California have changed some of their policies that may open up the door for non-California residents to be able to go back. So the official quote from the California Department of Public Health said that fully vaccinated people from out of state are now permitted to participate in activities restricted to in-state visitors. And then later on, they confirmed during the press conference that that did include theme parks. So I tried to search around. I believe there's one theme park, but I couldn't figure out. It may be Six Flags has officially changed their policy and they are allowing um, out-of-state visitors now. But the big ones, uh, Bush Gardens, Knott's Berry Farm, Universal, Hollywood, and Disneyland are all standing pat with their original policies at this time. But I know the one that was allowing, it was no advanced reservations. You had to walk up same day, buy your tickets at the booth and get in. So I can't imagine Disneyland doing that, but that's at least how some of them are going about it. I would... If I had to guess, it'd be like mid-June is when they will open it up. What do you think? I mean, I'd say that's a pretty fair prediction because, so Avengers Campus opens June 10th, correct? Yep. So we were kind of expecting it to be after that anyway. So, I mean, mid-June, that would make sense. Yeah, I feel like they'll maybe give California residents like a week of Avengers Campus, and then they'll be done with it. (laughs) Let the rest of us in. Give them a head start. Yeah. Yeah. The other news coming out of Disneyland, and I think this just released today, is that they did announce that by the end of the year, they will be relaunching an annual pass program. But it's a reimagined annual pass program. Really, I have no idea what to think of how you can do it differently. When this very first started... I read some of these rumors that they might get to a monthly pass, but that's a very scary thought because they have to make the monthly pass more expensive than people just buying day tickets. And that would, I don't know, that would get scary that it would, that cost could be crazy. Their annual passes are already way more than Walt Disney World's in their previous program. So we'll see. What happens, but still no uh, announcements from Walt Disney World either on when they will begin selling new annual passes again. You don't get asked that very often as a travel agent, do you, Hannah? I do, actually. I can't sell them, but people do ask me frequently. And I'm like, I wish I knew. Yeah, I was joking just because like, I see like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was going to say, I get asked probably daily. <laughs> 
like on <laughs> Facebook, on the DVC pages, or the annual pass pages, or even some of our local like community pages, people are, when are they going to start selling annual passes again? Or what are the loopholes that I could try to get yep. an annual pass? There's always that too. Yep. So I don't know. I think, uh, but it's really exciting to see Disneyland and DCO open their gates again. Catherine, first time you go, what's the very first thing you have to do? Oh, that's a loaded question. I mean, so the last time we went, so the only time I've ever been to Disneyland, we did Big Thunder Mountain first. So I almost feel like we'd have to do that first again. Not that it, you know, is like outstanding or mind blowing by any means, but I'd probably do that first. That and then run to Avengers Campus. Yeah. Hannah, I can't remember. Have you been to Disneyland? I've never been to Disneyland. We were going to go this year for our fifth year wedding anniversary, which is next month, but it's not happening, obviously. <laughs> so here, I have a solution for you. You okay. go to Disneyland, and then you drive to San Diego and take one of those Disney cruises out of that port. Two birds oh with gosh. one stone. That would be a dream vacation. Can you imagine? <laughs> So in 2019, when we went to Southern California, we first went to uh, San Diego, checked into our hotel. We had a port view and we just look out there and the Disney, I can't remember which ship it was. Do you remember, Catherine? I have no just clue. Right outside our hotel room. Oh, it was pretty Torture. cool. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. But uh Yeah. So we will be, if you're looking for us over the weekend, we will be consuming every single vlog and Instagram <laughs> story and everything of everybody going back to Disneyland. Yes. We're very excited. Those, can't um, I know Hannah's on TikTok. Catherine, you're still not on TikTok, which is honestly We've decided baffling. it's probably not a good decision. Probably good <laughs> for you to stay off. Yeah. I probably don't need that distraction in my life. But Disney Parks is killing it with their Disneyland content on TikTok, showing the cast members. And then I keep seeing these videos of uh, Disneyland cast members getting called back. It's it's too emotional, but it's awesome to see. <laughs> I got emotional watching the video they did with uh, for the first time in forever, and I've never even been there. <laughs> <laughs> So Was that the one where they lit up the castle? Because we watched that. I watched that too, and that also made me emotional. <laughs> I like that What was that the one. first time in forever thing? Um, they were playing for the first time in forever, and it was just all the cast members like standing in their positions and waving. I think Disney Parks blog posted it. You need to go watch it. It's really sweet. And Catherine said they are bringing all the tears. That is <laughs> for real. I mean, they true. they know what they're doing. They have to bring you back in with all that emotion. <laughs> so let's cover a couple other news items that we saved to the very end. Merchandise. So these Numos people are playing us. Last month, they did the same thing. They are waiting until after this is recorded and then telling us what <laughs> the next Numo is going to be for the next month. So if you missed it. This month it was Pooh and Tigger and Piglet. And Eeyore. And Eeyore. Oh, I forgot about Eeyore. They had all of them. They had all of them. And who knows what it'll be this month. Any guesses from anybody? 
I always ha- I always try to think of like a little animal that would look cute dressed up. Maybe uh, like Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. That would be cute. That'd be pretty cute. You could do, oh my gosh, what if they did like the little cheetah? I guess he's not little. The secretary. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cute. Fat one. Yeah. <laughs> Chubby cheeks. I'm looking at the Funko Pops behind you, Catherine, to try to get some ideas. You could do like a little Carl and Ellie and Doug. Okay. What if, since it's May the 4th, what if they did a Grogu? That would sell. That mm. would sell. A Chewy. Or what about a Mando? Ooh. Would you want to dress him up, though? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a little strange. I don't know. I also can't imagine Baby Yoda without his little, like, tunic on. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so stay tuned. Who knows what the news will be? Uh, uh, as soon as we press publish, that's when the news will be dropped. Yes, uh, pretty much. This. They're and listening. The Wishables. Now, this is the weirdest thing. If you search, like, Wishables releases right now, you're going to see all kinds of news for the June release which is Cars Land. And the one that they've already released pictures of, it is Tomater. And Catherine, you predicted that they might have something like from Cozy Cone or Flows. Do they? I don't know. That was oh. just a prediction. The only one I've seen is Mater. Oh, okay. But if you go back, there was mention last month that May would be Star Tours themed, go along with May the 5th. But now that we're almost to May, I can't find anything about it. So I don't know if it's still happening. I would imagine it is. They haven't missed a month so far. But that'd be cool. Star Tours, they could do C-3PO. They could do maybe Rex. Could they bring him back? Or would it have to be DJ Rex? DJ Rex. I mean, they can do anything, honestly. Uh, But you could do, like, well, have they done a little Millennium Falcon in the past? I can't remember. Have they had Star Wars Swishables? I don't think so, yeah, I don't, but that would be adorable. I pictured like the little, uh, I don't know what they call it that you ride in, but you know, whatever you get in. Oh, like the transporter? The yeah, that's what I picture. Okay. Uh, but I think that's pretty much all the merchandise that I knew about. I wish I followed pins for those of you who love pins. I wish that I followed it more closely so I could tell you the new stuff coming out, but I don't unfortunately. And I, and it's very hard to follow online pins are like a completely world, like a world of their own. It's so overwhelming. There's so many. (laughs) Yes. And it's dangerous because I am like a collector by habit. So I know I cannot get into pins. (laughs) Did y'all no. get one of the Guardians of the Galaxy wishables? We never did. No. Mainly just because we didn't have any idea where we would put it. And it, that's the thing. We can't get more stuff. <laughs> we don't have room <laughs> for stuff. So it's just, you know, they're cute. But then it's like you'd have to get the whole set. And then where do you put them? Or they'd yeah. end up in a closet. It's true. So that's the problem that we have. We have that problem too. <laughs> so last thing I wanted to cover, and this is really just speculatory at this point, but if you are coming in May, I think it's worthwhile for you to kind of know 
what's going on in central Florida and in the state of Florida as well. So Orange County, which is where Disney World is located, and they've pretty much been following all the guidance from them up to this point, has changed their COVID protocols going forward. So it has now been reduced that you only need three feet of physical distance and masks uh, instead of the normal six foot of difference. There's some other things that have changed in the policies. The next step would be uh, pulling back on some mask mandatories, but we're not to that step. And Orange County is basing it all on the number of people that are vaccinated in the county. So the last number that I saw was a 39% vaccination I believe it was 50% vaccination is where they could get to no masks when outdoors. So if I had to guess, you're probably going to see Disney cut down on that physical distancing down to three feet in the next couple of weeks and get in line with the Orange County policies. So not here to comment if that's good or bad, but just probably something you should be aware of if you are coming this next month. I mean, it's a good prediction just based off of their behavior in the past. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like you said, we'll see what happens, but yep, I don't know. All right. Any other news or things that we missed that you guys wanted to talk about when we're looking forward to May? You have a trip coming up, right, Hannah? I'll just say I'll be there in May. Yeah. I'll get to meet you guys in real life. Yes. Yay. It's crazy. Going to go have dinner. Looking forward to it. I'm very excited. Have you been to the boathouse before? No, this will be my first time. Cool. You got to wear something excited. stretchy. <laughs> yes. Okay, good to know. <laughs> it is very good. So we're looking forward to it. I think May will be a good month. I think uh, as you get closer towards Memorial Day, those crowds are really going to pick up. But if you come in early May, kids are still still in session. Maybe it won't be so bad. I can tell you from the school system in our county, school will be going into the first week of June. I'm sorry, Catherine, I to know. bring that up. It's thanks, very painful thanks for, for that. I uh, think, though, that's probably the reality for a lot of school districts across the country. So you might be able to squeak in like a few more, you know, weeks of less crowds this year. It's with Memorial Day down there as well, it could. Your prediction is the kids will just stop coming after Memorial Day, right? Oh, yeah. That's 100%. Because <laughs> who wants to go to school in June? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. Everything at that point will be over. It's going to be hot, especially in Florida. So, you know, you can't even just, like, take them outside for copious amounts of time because <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. So, Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll wrap it up. Hannah, if you want to remind our listeners how they can connect with you, how they can reach out to you if they're in that planning stage of their trips. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at little bit of Disney underscore. You can also go check out my website and it is littlebitofdisney.com. And from there, you can just fill out my form, request a quote, and I will send it to you. We can start planning your magical vacation. So if you're watching live, the links to all of Hannah's stuff should be down in the description below. If you're listening to the podcast, of course, that is down in our show notes as well to go over and connect with Hannah. So Hannah, thank you for joining us. We had a blast. We will be back next month 
as well. We may have to uh, move it a little bit if with your trip involved, but we will yeah, be we'll posting it, it on social media as soon as we figure out when the show will be for next month. So thank you guys for joining and thank you for watching. And we will chat with you on Monday for a new episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon. <laughs>